This week on True Me brings you Kevin and Diana. They don't have an agenda. They just want to talk about your biggest, baddest secret. Hey, what's up? It's Kevin and Diana on this week's edition of True Me. Woohoo! It's been a while since we've all sat down together, since we've had the holidays yeah. and whatnot. I did see you a couple of days ago, yeah, though. Yeah, so. we did. But I don't know. I feel like I need to spend more time with you every single day of my life, my well, love. The thing is, the thing is, we have this kind of relationship where if we don't see each other for a long time, it's still okay. But then we catch up and everything just explodes in our faces like mm-hmm. a hot bag of cum. So <laughs> this is, you know, we, we need to like dedicate an entire entire episode of that okay, we in the will, future we about will our friendship. Do. Yeah, we will do definitely. But today we have a very, very special guest in the studio with us. Put your hands together for Shadow! Shadow Thank you so much for coming. My pleasure. Yes, it's good yes. to be here. Why is she so shy all of a sudden? I before this little, before we start recording, she was like, I like that! You so, wait. Cheryl, be, be, don't worry about it. Just be yourself. It is a show called True Me, and we're very excited for you to be here. But before we begin, perhaps you could tell uh, tell us about yourself. Well, all right. So I am a bisexual. Oh. I never went into the closet. See, like, you start with all the fun facts first. Okay. Then after is this that, how you, you ever really always introduce yourself when you go out and meet people? Because this is wonderful. I'm getting <laughs> yeah, such a... Like, hi, I'm Kevin. I am bisexual. <laughs> I should. I yeah. should do that. Hi, I'm Cheryl. I'm bisexual. That is, I'll probably that is get a, more dates that way. Yeah. I think you, about well, it. Well, if you're a bisexual, you're already doubling up your chances of getting late every time you go out. So Such a lie. No? Not true. Okay, let, let's talk it, about that later, but tell <laughs> us about yourself. I'm sorry. Okay, so yeah, um, I used to make documentaries and then now I shoot videos of food. Mm-hmm. And uh, I occasionally write and I try to also get them sleep. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. See, this is why I led with bisexuals. <laughs> the rest of it is very interesting. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, the pageant way of saying things like, Hi, I'm Natasha, 25 years old, and I am bisexual. Yeah, yes. you have won the butthole award. <laughs> um, so, Cheryl, you're here today because we want to talk about bisexuality and perhaps the visibility for bisexuals in the country or even in the world or within your own f- circle of friends. But before we do that, how did you know you were a bisexual in the first place? I'm pretty sure this is a question you get asked a lot because I get asked questions like that a lot mm, well okay I went to an all girl school all my life so throughout the whole of you know school I never really uh, interacted with guys and um, when I was 15 the, a friend of a, a really close friend of mine was like dead to kiss me because that's what girls do in their free time in really? girls schools not no not really straight porn <laughs> not really not really <laughs> I'm so sorry, Diana. Did you go to an all-girls school? No, I didn't. But did did you? I mean, I'm so sorry. I came from a private, like, little Chinese school, right? So we we're all very strict, and we we're afraid of the king. Just cane. like march around and sing propaganda songs. Like <laughs> it. Is it like like I want to know? Like, do you guys do do girls actually no, make no, out with actually, each other? No. Well, yes, we do, but only when we're. It was just it was just one of those stupid things that you do as a a kid or as a teenager, I guess. So anyway, she was dead to do it, and then she did it. And we realized that there was something a little bit more than just a dare. And that's how I got my first girlfriend. See, mm. this is why I'm bad at dating. Uh, Things just happen yeah. to me. More just play, than a dare. Yep, spin the bottle and you get a b- boyfriend or girlfriend <laughs> for Cheryl. <laughs> I thought you were going to say spin the bottle, get a boner. <laughs> but uh, So you kissed a girl for the first time when you were 15 and years old. And I liked old. it. <laughs> did, you, did you kiss a guy before or after that? 
Before that, yes. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't kiss a guy for a very long time after. <laughs> so what was the difference between kissing a guy and or a girl uh, when you were back in high school? Well, the stigma is true. Girls are softer. Mm-hmm. They feel nicer. Gross. I see. I see the the appeal of them <laughs> for sure. But I don't really like. I mean, that's where it, it started. And then uh-huh. I thought that maybe I was only attracted to masculine-looking girls because you know, in high school, you get the what is this sort of like a divide, especially in a girls' school where you've got the more feminine girls and then you've got the more masculine girls, mm-hmm. right? So this girl was slightly more masculine, and um, my second girlfriend after that was also quite. Butch. Okay. But uh, I realized uh, after, like, way after that, after dating guys again, that I was still attracted to girls who, you know, were feminine. So that's when I realized I actually played sort of for both themes and it wasn't just a phase. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was the transition hard for some people to get? I mean, like, because, you know, when you you started off with liking boys or it was evident that you liked boys, then you had two girlfriends and then you started going out with guys again. Did anyone say, like, eh? What's going on here? Or oh. did you have any sort of, um, you know, questions or judgments from other people? I think mostly they thought that dating girls was sort of a phase because it happened in high school and it hasn't happened again mm-hmm. since. But Wait, I'm sorry. You dated girls in high school and you stopped? I couldn't get another girl. <laughs> okay. It was easy in school. They were everywhere. <laughs> and, and even then, I only got two. Okay. But as an adult, you have had sex with both men and women. Yes. And how was that like? Because uh, uh, when Diana introduced you, you're friends with Diana. So when Diana introduced you to me, she specifically said that you recently had quite an interesting experience. Would you like to talk about yes, that? Yes, I did. Recently, okay. I uh, just last last week, actually, I entered into my very first um, FFM threesome. Mm-hmm. So an FFM threesome is a female, female, male. It was like a cheap magazine. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like the knockoff of FHM or something. But no, it isn't. So it was um first time. It was my yeah, it was my first time in a threesome with another girl and it was also my first time in a threesome with a couple. Right. So the people that I were hooking out with were already together like they're married. Mm-hmm. Uh I was a bit apprehensive at first because um I never done an FFM threesome and I also don't really hook up with people. So usually the people that I have sex with are people that I am in relationships with or I'm starting to get into a relationship with Mm. So This was a completely new thing for me I was Very apprehensive And I Was wondering if I was going to Fall short It's a lot of performance anxiety Because like These people have evidently done it before What is performance anxiety? I'm kidding Go ahead (laughs) (laughs) Whatever Kevin Yeah Uh, Yeah So It was interesting Uh, Simply summarized It really felt like a A sex spa Okay. Well, uh, all right. So, I mean, we talked about this and uh, if it's okay to mention Mm. that uh, the couple, especially the female counterpart, she said that she was she was always left to the, you know, backseat to sort of experience it. And people sort of ignored her and went for her husband instead. But this time around, she enjoyed it because you sort of like, you know, because you... 
Because you were bisexual. You could... Yeah, you were participating. <laughs> you wanted her to participate as well. Showmanship is key. Yes. Here, so. Teamwork, teamwork. Yes, teamwork. absolutely. Is yeah, it... I, I think it was only good for me because everyone was very attentive to me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously, I also reciprocated the same law. But the same cannot be said for other people, especially because they it was their first FFM threesome as well. Mm. So usually they play with couples. Huh. So she wants to play. So it's basically about a play of needs here. Like that girl wants to be with another guy. Her guy wants to watch her be with another guy. Mm-hmm. But this this woman wants to play with the girl. But the girl's not particularly interested mm. in her. This is know. like a really bad porn scenario. <laughs> it feels like math. It feels like a lot of math. A lot of limbs. A lot of uh, yeah. It was really a lot of limbs. I was really I kind of overwhelmed at for first. A, a lot of people, the idea of a three-way or a foursome could be very erotic. It could be very like, oh my god, it's so much fun. But in you are someone who has tried it before, and you just think that it's is it a lot of work or is it something that you can continuously do? Uh, okay. Interestingly. Uh, something to think about. Uh, I've been in two like MMF threesomes mm-hmm. before, and both times they were exhausting for me. Okay. So I think it's really about taking care of everyone's needs in the group. Mm. So it's also kind of like teamwork, lah. You've got to like make sure everyone's needs are met. You've got to make sure everyone is participating. You make, make sure at sure. least one of you get a medal at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, you know, like don't leave anyone out. Yeah, that kind of thing. So this time it was really nice because you know we were all sort of participating. Like while her husband did not particularly penetrate her, he was still paying attention to her. And if he wasn't paying attention to her, I was paying attention to her. And they were both really paying attention to me which was great when we come back later we're going to talk about what uh, Cheryl is taking away from this experience and how she might improve her sex life the next time (laughs) should she consider to do it again but more importantly we're going to talk about bi-visibility the visibility of bisexual people or how bisexuals are perceived among their own friends and among their social circles when we come back on True Me you're back on True Me with Kevin and Deanna and our very special guest, Cheryl. Now, Cheryl, we were talking about you having an experience with male and females at the same time in a three-way. And also, you've had sex with two men at the same time as well. And what do you think you have taken from these experiences, if there was something to be learned? Well, I think being comfortable is very, very important. Because if you're... Like, the the times that I did it with the two guys... it. It was um, I was in a situation Where I was like Okay why not But mm-hmm. I wasn't Particularly prepared for it Therefore I wasn't Really comfortable Were you feeling dirty During or after? Because I think For a yeah. lot of men I've spoken to Whenever <laughs> after they finish They feel dirty uh, If they're not into That sort of a thing hmm. Even if they enjoy it Because for guys It's a lot more biological For them to enjoy yeah. Sexual uh, intimacy But afterwards They can be like Oh gross what was um, your experience? Not exactly dirty lah, but it sort of depreciates your self worth just a tad because you're not really comfortable with it. You didn't really, not to say not go into it consensually, but you didn't really have the time to emotionally prepare for it. So that means that um, you kind of you there's a lot to process after. Mm. Whereas this time, I think I was ready because I wanted to do it. I sought it out, and we had a lot of conversation before and. Honesty is very, very important. I feel like the fact that we had all cleared out sort of the minor details before we actually got into it, Mm -hmm. that really, really helped me feel comfortable. And I think it also helped them feel comfortable and manage expectations. So... Would you reckon that it would have helped? It definitely had helped that you are bisexual. To you know, when you were experiencing a man and a female, uh, you know, a woman 
in a three way? Yeah, I think in in bed this is going to sound really like almost conceited, but I think I bring a lot more to the table. All the balls are then, on in your hands. All right, so to all the bisexuals in the house, you could definitely give it a go, but I do want to touch base on this particular topic by visibility. Um mm. I noticed from time to time that people have, you know, conversations about whether or not bisexuals are real or do they count in the LGBT, you know, that particular Category. Category. Well, so, they are the B. Yeah. But I understand where you're coming from. A lot of people just think that bisexuals are just people who have not made up their minds. Mm. Yes. We get that a lot. Uh, that is very true. I think it's the same uh, for any like LGBT category. Cisgendered straight people always, always say that maybe you're just confused or maybe you're just going through a phase. But with bisexuals, we get double that because it's like, how come you haven't made up your mind yet? Oh, you know, you've been like this for so long. Like, how come you already haven't picked a category? And it's was when you're a bisexual who's da- in a heteronormative relationship, meaning if you were to be dating a guy, because then they're like, ah, see, we told you that it was actually like just a phase. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I think we're a very, um, not to say like a select or niche group of people, but we're definitely not as included into like the LGBT community because accepting the fact that you know some people play for both teams isn't as easy when your sexuality is particularly tied to like a single you know gender group or a single sexuality. Now I know some people do get annoyed. Um, there's like this is a completely separate occasion whereby a lesbian in a you know very heavy lesbian community, she had actually mentioned that why is it that bisexuals talk more about guys than they talk about the girls that they had slept with or partnered up with so she felt as though that it was unfair or it doesn't seem like they are bisexual because they talk more about guys so you're just experimenting with the girls your thoughts on that? Uh, well this is me personally I obviously can't speak for every other bisexual out there because you know most bisexuals have more game than I do <laughs> but you know as, as a female it is actually easier for me to get guys to sleep with me than it is to get girls because girl, you enter into the friend zone very very quickly it very easily with girls you know like it's all a, like a babe thing or whatever and they're not necessarily interested in sleeping with you mm-hmm. so if you could say anything to your younger less informed self what would you say if you could look back and how old are you now 26 26 if you could look back at a 14 year old you what would you say don't date a guy yet just like wait it out my first I don't know my first boyfriend was he was very I think he accelerated my my like sexuality and my sexual experiences a bit too early on so Mm. like if I had had my own time to like really explore it I think um, the outcome would be slightly different Mm-hmm. But I probably also wouldn't be as open as I am. So it's good and bad law. Take your time. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> Always give yourself more time to grow and room to learn more about yourself before making very big decisions. Absolutely. Now, thank you so much, Cheryl, for you know being here with us and talking about your experiences. But we got to bounce. I know. I, we love talking to you so much that we are running out of time already. Exactly. So if you want to stay in touch with us, give us your thoughts, your views. Or in fact, if you want to be featured with us, you can definitely find us on Instagram at HeyDiana or Mr. Kevin Chong. Yes, we look forward to hearing from you and we'll see you next week on Trumi at www.icekachang.com.my slash playlists slash Trumi. Bye-bye.